seeking collaborations with influential people, at GZPR, we create passion-fueled collaborations that go beyond traditional representation, a performance agency that onboards new clients every month. Our focus is on POC collaborations. Contact us now at hellogzpr.com, a self-aware public relations agency exploring world perspectives with leading talents. Hello and welcome. My name is Tiffany Farrag and welcome to the Get to Know You Cafe. If you would like to support me to continue making these podcasts, you can go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash get to know you WTF. You can click on this show in the show description. A big announcement, a new course has started called How to Get to Know You. We'll be giving away the first lesson for free on the website. The link is also available in the show description. In my mission to open conversations and access deeper dialogue, I wanted to hear from you listeners on last week's question and discussion. Last week, Adrian Sharoni and I discussed the question, what is the right way to discuss different points of view? We received a number of responses that further deepen dialogue. Joining us today on the Get to Know You Cafe is Lily Gordon. Welcome back, Lily. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be arguing with you today. (laughs) (laughs) So glad to have you on the podcast. So earlier you were given the topic from last week's podcast to reflect, and you've also listened to the episode. Prior to listening to the different responses, what were your thoughts on the discussion? To me, this is something that's very interesting because uh, throughout my whole entire life, I hated to be told what to do. And at the same time, um, I love telling other people what what to do. And, um, you know, through trials and errors, living life, having different experiences, I'm grateful to say that I learned how to flip um, from the argue of the ego to the argument of the mind. And I really love that because I know that I've been on both ends of the spectrum. I know when I fought just to be right. And I know how I, I not fight, but how I argue and have a conversation now in a more open-minded way to understand the other person. So yes, this topic I think is, is very important it's always been very important. It's something that may create a war and may meant friendships that are falling apart. So learning how to argue effectively to me is a key component of any relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like how you described that, the fight, like or the argument with the with the ego and the argument with the mind. That was it. That's an I like I like your breakdown and how you differentiated that. What were some things from the discussion with Adrian that stood out to you? Um, so I love when he said um something that he said, are you arguing for about the same thing? And I really do believe that, yeah, very often we get distracted and we stop arguing about the point. We are arguing for the person and who's going to be right. And I think I love the uh, the story that he shared with, with his friends and how he was open to understand, like not necessarily that it broke his belief, but it added a lot of questions in his head, which to me is an example of being open-minded. Because when you're open-minded, you really, you you must question everything. Absolutely. Because 
and we've had this conversation before, it's a lot of the things that we know are conditioned. Is it really something that we 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 believe, we trust, we want this for ourselves, or is it something that's been planted for us? So yes, I love I love his story. I think it was really good, especially for it was on a topic that's very and extremely controversial. Yes, it is. I think that great thing there and why I think it was able to happen with his friend, you know, questioning his beliefs or giving him, not questioning his belief, but giving him other perspectives and, and adding questions to what he, what his faith was, is that Adrian was already on a journey of evolving himself. So I think if you're someone who's like on a path of growing and evolving, then you're able to hear other perspectives. Then it's not, you're not in defensive mode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Again, turn it from the battle of the ego into the battle of the mindset, not really battle, but deeper understanding. And I know you asked the question, is it the, the right, um, is the mirror the right, the right point in an argument? And, you know, I was thinking, hmm, would that be the right? Because when you, when you're not fighting or when you're not arguing to be right or wrong, but just in a moment to understand, I think that there is no middle. I think that it's just a whole new window opens for you. Yes, I love that you said that. It is there isn't. So if you are two people, yes, you may have different points of view. You're coming from different ends or, or with different perspectives. There's no, it's not a straight line. And then there's like the only space is the center. It's like you open the space and now there's this whole, there's so much more space around both of you. It's not mm-hmm. a li- in a linear fashion. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't know why. I just thought of oh, this. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. That's how I would. I pictured it. Like if you're coming from two different perspectives, but you're closed-minded, it's like you're both stuck in a tube. But then if it's like um, a if you're both coming from two different perspectives, but you're open-minded, it's like you're in a whole room, like in a big, you know, an arena. Exactly. And do you know how I saw it when you said like it's just like coming coming towards each other is like two rams uh banging their horns <laughs> yes exactly that's another like i like that analogy too no that's fantastic yeah so it's it is it's i think it's a, such an important topic and an po- important topic to have these different perspectives and and for people to be more open to to not feeling threatened not feeling threatened and i always feel that i you know part of it too is when you do have a viewpoint i think more people feel threatened and want to be aggressive, like, you know, fight back and not listen and just want to say what they want to say without hearing the other person. I think a lot it more has to do with that, the fact that that person is actually not 100% believing their point of view. See, why would mm-hmm. you feel threatened if you don't really, if you're not, believing or like trusting what your your viewpoint is i feel like people feel threatened because their viewpoint or their belief is not concrete do you Mm -hmm. get what i'm saying yes and at the same time is why why aren't we leaving a little bit of room to let other people question our beliefs because i mean yes it's my belief yes um for example, I'll give you breath work. Like I get really annoyed if someone tells me, well, breath work doesn't work. Well, have you really tried it to tell me that it doesn't work? And I can give you 
like tons of scientific research, tons of example when breath work has worked. You tried it one time and you tell me it doesn't work. It's like, oh, even like thinking about that, my blood pressure start going. But to me, <laughs> I mean, not start going, but it starts raising. Um, but to me, this is a little bit of close-minded. Like I did not put an effort to understand why the person is not feeling the same way and why isn't he or she experiencing experiencing the benefits when to a physical, mental, full body, mind and soul breath work is so life-changing. Yeah, no, no I like, have experience with it myself. It definitely mm-hmm. is. I totally have to agree with you there. <laughs> but the thing is that I have to catch myself not reacting. Yeah. But, but always have this a little wiggle room to know that, okay, well, maybe it just doesn't work for them. That's it, period. It doesn't really have to work for everybody because I believe it works for everybody. That's my truth. But is it universal truth? It's not. Nothing is universal truth. A lot of things are, you know, people say it's set in stone, but nothing is set in stone, really. Mm, Things no. change. And yeah. through different, like through culture, through the periods of time that we live, a lot of the truths don't apply anymore. No, exactly, exactly. So, Lily, now we'll read some responses where some people share their perspective or raise some questions. We have a response from Egypt, uh, Australia, and, and England. So the first one is from Stephen from Cairo, Egypt. He said, why are many unable to be critically analytical? That's a very good big question. And that's that's part of being able to hear others and hear other perspectives and be able to discuss. And and Adrian pointed it out. It's like be critically analytical in a sense that you argue you the topic and not argue and trying to argue each other, argue the topic and see, well, let's analyze this together. So mm-hmm. why do you think and so many are are unable to be critically analytical? Why do you think so? Uh, just you said something that I can't recall at the moment. It was just before I went on a tangent a second ago, uh, and it had to do a lot with it. I think that was that would have been a really good hook for me to grab on and kind of go from there. But yes, to be able to critically analyze is really important. And he was saying uh, he was talking about the media, right? When he had this uh, argument with the woman on Facebook. Yes, and the about the app, about the app, about how uh, the the COVID, that you know how they have this mm-hmm. app in Australia, and I'll be able to see who has you know the people around you, and mm-hmm. yeah, he he explained oh. it in the episode. But the thing is that very often people get offended when you express your express your opinion, and you know, like instead of getting offended, why isn't it that exactly critical thinking, but critical thinking is not really taught in school. So a lot of people don't really even have this skill. It's something that I'm personally learning. It's something that I am recovering people pleaser. I like to agree with people. And lately, I've been noticing that even the things that I believe, I like to question them just to make sure because is it me, the the people pleaser? Or is it me, me? Mm. You know, because um, that critically analyzing is a skill that we need to we need to want to learn. 
by ourselves. And it's really hard to do if we are not shown this way of, of thinking. No, absolutely. It's very difficult. And no, it's not really uh, maybe in some schools, but even at the high school level, it's a little bit. But we're not really, I think, taught from a younger age to be critically analytical and I think it it needs to start from you know from five years old I think you know from that young age for us to be able to grow and enhance that that uh habit or tool that will that will be super beneficial for us um and you're right and like so many adults I I think most people I I would say I'm gonna pull out a number but I I shouldn't say a number because I don't know. But I think most people are probably... It's going to create an argument. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think most people are not critically analytical and those who are usually are in like the science, like scientists and people who are like uh, in that kind of psychology, like people in that kind of uh, academic kind of ground or field and you know you maybe have to be applicable like that in maybe your workspace but then you don't carry it out into conversation day-to-day conversation throughout your life Mm, absolutely yes yes so I think maybe ways to enhance this is there's there's a lot of uh I've been actually trying actually myself because it's it's a tool that it's a habit that I want to grow and I read quite a bit and obviously the podcast and having these different perspectives and me being able to critically analyze and have a different perspective, but in a way where the other person isn't defensive is actually, it's giving me practice. So I have practice at doing this every week, but there's a lot of, uh, I think, videos uh, on TED Talks and um, that help you uh, be more like critically analytical in, 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 you know, going about your conversation. There's a book a friend mentioned to me that I've actually, it's on its way. It's called Think Again by Adam Grant, The Power of Knowing What You Don't Know. Hmm. I have yeah. to read this one too. I haven't read it. Yeah. So I'm um, hopefully uh, when that ri- that arrives in the next few days, and uh, and uh, it will help me be more, you know, critically analytical as uh, as I'm, you know, going through my conversations even more. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Exactly. There, but, I yeah. think that's amazing. And I think even if you don't know how to be critically analytical, even if you're like, I have no idea what questions to ask. I don't know where to dig. You can you don't even have to ask a question. You can just you can just ask that explain more. Explain more. Help me understand. Help me see through your eyes. You don't even have to attack. You don't have to think about no. this one no, you... perfect question that will open a well. Absolutely. Just you give can the just person say... opportunity to speak. Absolutely. You can just say, I don't actually understand what you're trying to say. Explain more. Like you said, that's perfect. Like that way they can give you another version or another way of explaining or or go into detail into things. Um, Mm -hmm. The second response is from John from Sydney. He said, how you question people allows them to relax or be defensive. What are ways you can give perspective by asking questions, allowing people to relax? Oh, well, John, I do this all the time. (laughs) Yes, you make people feel very comfortable for sure. (laughs) I'd say that um, just release the desire to be right. When you release this desire and you open yourself not to be wrong, because I think when you add this negative actually puts you more on edge, but just like become open-minded 
and again release the desire to be right it it puts the other person off the edge because you go in with completely different attitude you're not attacking you're kind of inviting yourself in the conversation in a way. Mm, mm, I like how you put it there. What if as well, like I was just thinking as you were saying, what if you remove your own perspective and go, actually, I don't really know what I feel about this just yet. So I'm going to ask you a bit more, ask you more questions about your perspectives to help me figure out which perspective I have. Mm-hmm. That could yes. be a way of relaxing the other person and not having your strong stance. You're like, well, I'm not sure yet. I'll find out as we go, keep, go through the conversation. Yes. Yes. It's like an invitation, okay? It's your tray. Like put whatever you want on it. Pile it up. <laughs> yeah, no one's, no one's going to say anything about it. Just, you know, share what, what, what it is. I think actually this may shock a lot of people and uh, put off, but not it's not put off the word that I'm looking in sticking in English, uh, but kind of like disarm people because a lot of people are used to that aggressiveness. And when you go all calm and collect it into the conversation and into the argument, then uh, all the defensiveness, the attacks, everything, it just gets smoothed out. Yeah, and you can even take a, like I was just thinking then, you could even take like a humor approach to it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just take a, oh, you know, you know, you can make a, a beginning kind of, not a joke, but like just keep it light. You can keep it in that kind of, that kind of mood before you jump into it. But even with the example that Adrian gave with his, uh, about religion and beliefs, his friend didn't say, oh, this is, your belief is wrong. He's like, well, have you thought about this? Well, have you thought about that? Well, what about this? And instead of saying anything about his religion or telling him to believe something else. So I think that that's like one of the best ways um, in making people think about something because they're just asking a question. You're not saying you should believe this or you should think this. It's what about this? And people tend to, as I brought up before, is they tend to, you know, before they go to bed and as you go throughout your day, if it was something that you had a conversation during the day, you think about it throughout the day. You'll think, hey, what do Mm -hmm. I actually think about this? Or, you know, sometimes a lot of times most people don't know the answers to questions people ask them in the moment and they need time to think about it over the few days Mm -hmm. or even a few weeks. Yes. And there are also conversations or argument not worth having. And that's it. Sometimes it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you offer with your skills and, you know, in the suggestions. If the other person has the shield, sometimes nothing can be done. Sometimes they just see what they see. They know what they know. And they like even the way it's presented, it's like more to hurt you than to inform you. So sometimes it's like, what is even the point? absolutely that definitely does happen too i think in, in situations like that somebody wants but they the thing is that they they want to talk about the thing they want to show this is the thing i'm going to tell you that i'm right and i don't want to hear anything else and i think sometimes in, it depends on the situation but in a very strong situation like that it's best to just nod your head and just say nothing mm-hmm. yep do you know what i mean sometimes that's just warranted in in some situations 
Yes, and I said it as if I'm not agreeing with you. I know you're doing <laughs> you know, it confirming this, what you this, exactly. You like no, <laughs> but I totally. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that was practice for the future. I know <laughs> exactly. Like I did it exactly how I said it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so our our third mm-hmm. response is from Marina from London. She said, if you can see someone being emotionally affected in the discussion, how do you remove tension but maintain having the conversation? Mm. Sometimes you need to finish the conversation. Sometimes you do. But, you know, I think in the heated up moment, the first thing that came to my mind is hold space. Sometimes you just, yeah, you have to finish the conversation but maybe before that, you need to press a pause just for a moment. Mm. And maybe change environment. Maybe you're in a room. Maybe you need to step outside, take a walk, and finish the conversation in nature. Yeah. And you know the other thing too? Maybe you need to come closer. Maybe there's this. Sometimes, you know, when there's distance in conversation, like you're having a discussion and someone's getting emotionally affected. and then. Maybe you're a little bit farther further away, like not in touching uh, vicinity. And I think sometimes like by closing the distance and having someone sit next to you and be like, hey, you know, like that little bit of touch on your hand or something can soften the conversation too. Like I'm not trying to attack you here. Mm-hmm. No, you know what I mean? I think like that sometimes with the big distance, it just feels like, I know some people might say the opposite. It's like, oh, when there is less distance, it feels attacked. But I don't know. For some other people, closing the distance and then having someone's like put put their hand on you or put their hand on your back going, you know, it kind of softens it and maybe like lowering the voice as well, like having that softer kind of voice. Like, you know what I mean? Not trying to speak slow or be condescending, but just soften Mm -hmm. up a bit. No, exactly. Again, like holding space and understanding like why, why may be this person triggered? You know, think of, if we think about ourselves, you know, we get triggered and sometimes those triggers don't allow us to really take a moment to evaluate the way we're going to reply. And with that, you know, we need to have a little more compassion to other people as well, because, you know, for this person to react and get emotional, there is a reason in it. Yeah. And when we understand, we don't even have to understand why it's happening, but knowing that there is such thing, it it brings a lot more peace in this whole entire, in this whole, in the situation. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's a great point you raised because sometimes you are triggered. Maybe the conversation is light. It doesn't even have to be as serious or anything. It's light, but something in that light conversation brings up something from the past and the other person's getting, you know, emotional because you said like they're being triggered and so they don't know, like, they haven't healed from something and so the other person needs to, if they're not emotional, they need to you know, find out why or there's something else behind this conversation. It's got nothing to do with the the one the conversation that's being said, you know, in, in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once this trigger is present, I think even the, the present moment no longer matters. Yeah. 
That's so true. Absolutely. Absolutely. The other thing too is, you know, it can get that maybe emotionally affected in a way of anger as well. Mm. doesn't have to be like crying and sad. It could just be like there's a lot of anger and you're like, oh, this triggered something else over here. And I think in those moments, it's just like stop the conversation totally. Exactly. Then you're never going to meet. Uh, then the middleweight turns into the uh, the RAM collision. Yeah. collision. Exactly. Yeah. So I think just totally just stop it. Just like, okay, I think we shouldn't continue anymore. And like mm-hmm. someone leave the room. <laughs> yes. Take time. Time out. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Place. Whole space, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I usually don't do this in the cafes, but I have been starting to, and I really like it. I always, you know, how I love to ask at the end of a conversation, how has this discussion with me and hearing these different perspectives and these different questions that have been raised, how has it made you reflect, or what has it highlighted to you? Oh, truthfully, like I never really thought about how far I've come when it comes to the arguing department and not to repeat everything that I said from the the beginning with the battle of the eagles and all that, but really this was me. I used to love to fight. Um, And not only that, but for me to, to prove my point for me to be right for, you know, me, 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 me. And, and today reflecting on all this, like thinking about how, different I approach each conversation to me I'm celebrating and I'm so grateful that uh, this conversation and this episode with Adrian gave me so much food for thought opportunity to reflect again to celebrate uh, to hear other people's point of view and just to know that there are so many tools available out there for you to be able to handle to handle it, to handle life, no matter what, it's just up to us to use them. And, you know, it's, it's a proof it works. So yes. it to me, it's tremendous, tremendous amount of gratitude that I have right now. And for this conversation. Oh, I love that, that it sums up for you. And for me too. Thank you so much, Lily. And I always love to say it's always great hearing these different perspectives and people adding to the conversation and really has nothing to do with intellect. We all have different experiences and come from different backgrounds and and have different perspectives. And it's just great to, to be able to share these perspectives and allow everyone to develop a clearer picture. So thank you, Lily, so much for mm-hmm. coming on and joining me on this cafe discussion. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Get to Know You Cafe. If you enjoyed this podcast, rate, review and share the podcast on Facebook or Instagram. You can tag me at Get to Know You with Tiffany Farrick. Be sure to listen to Tuesday's podcast and send in your responses for us to include next Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe to further deepen dialogue on this topic. If you have any topics you would like us to discuss, be sure to tag me in a post with your question. Join us every Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe.